Hey guys, welcome to Dark Vale. We're your hosts, John and Tori. Dark Vale is a podcast that discusses the darker side of life. We are not professionals on any of the topics we discuss. We do as much research as we can, and we do try to be as accurate as possible. However, no one is perfect, and neither are we. Because we're discussing the darker side of things, this podcast is best listened to by a mature audience. So sit back and get ready to podcast and chill! Welcome to Dark Vale and welcome to episode 7. Woohoo! We did it! We did do it. My name is Tori. And my name is John. Today is our special Father's Day edition. Yeah, it is. It's not really a special Father's Day edition, but... <laughs> no, it's kind of a normal one. Yeah, but it is Father's Day, so happy Father's Day. Thank you, sweetie. And happy Father's Day to all the other fathers out there. Yay! All right, so last week John um, prepared the pot, the episode his episode and this week is mine and like last week John doesn't know what I'm doing I didn't know what he was doing so this is about the haunted museum Ooh! do you know what that is no but it sounds spooky yeah I like that I like the scary ones do you yeah you looked scared when I said it John my eyes were this big. They were. <laughs> you guys can't see that, but they were this big. They were. So today's episode is about the Haunted Museum. And the Haunted Museum is in Las Vegas. And it is owned by Zach Bagans, who is... Do you know who he is, honey? Yeah, he's the guy from uh, the Go Show, uh... I keep wanting to say Ghost Hunters, but it's not Ghost Hunters, it's... Ghost Adventures. Adventures, that's what it is, yes. Yeah, so Zach Bagans is 43, he's an American paranormal investigator, he's a, an actor, he's an author, he owns this museum, he is in Ghost Adventures, he also has done some documentaries. Yep, and... The Devil's House, I think, or something? Uh, Demon House. Demon House, yeah. that's what it was, yeah. We watched that one fairly recently together. Yeah, that was good. So, this museum is... Um, it's an old historic mansion. And it is 11,000 square feet. That's pretty big. Oh, yeah, that's huge. And... Do you know why it's called the Haunted Museum? Uh, I can only guess, <clears throat> excuse me, because there are some ghosts in it. But what's haunting it and why? No clue. Yeah. So he has pretty much acquired a collection of some of the world's most famous slash haunted things or just Ooh. like creepy stuff and put it all in this museum. That sounds like Ed and Lorraine. Uh, Warren? Yeah, the yeah. Warrens, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, there's... There's a few places, I think, in the world like this. Yeah. But I have a particular interest in it because I feel like this is one that we might actually go to one day. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that would be really cool. So, this museum has more than 30 rooms with different things inside. 
and these rooms aren't just like you walk in and there's like one thing like some of these rooms are absolutely full of th things and there's like theme rooms in some of them so so is it just full of like old historical things or like what kind of items oh okay so <clears throat> i do have Sorry. that's okay i do have um like I'll talk about some of the specific things, but okay. it's like, for example, um, I don't know if it's there right now, but the doll that Chucky was, Ooh. um, done or like the the doll they used w for the inspiration of Chucky, yeah. basically, yeah. Um, oh, that's cool. And there's like collectibles from like a serial killer he's got like the wall that was involved in a really hi historic shoot shooting like crime thing just a few things like that so neat yeah it's really neat so i pulled this off of his, the actual website explaining kind of what this is so at the beginning of it it just kind of talks about zach baggins who is the owner and it says Oh, sorry. <laughs> Zach Baggins developed a profound interest in the paranormal when he was 10 years old. Um, sourcing nearby garage sales with his mom in search of odd and spooky collectibles. So he's been doing this since he was a kid, basically. Nice. And um, he goes on to say that... His fascination with the unusual evolved into a lifelong pursuit for answers about the afterlife. Um, and then it kind of just talks about him for a bit. And <clears throat> then it goes into, uh, it's 11,000 square feet. It was built in 1938. It was originally owned by a prominent businessman, a prominent, <laughs> yep. prominent businessman. Um, through the, so this mansion itself has been, uh, noted as being haunted before they even filled it up with the items. Yeah. So, um. So that would just add to it. Yeah. So through the years, hostile spirits, family members who passed away there and whose energy remains have been rumored to roam the halls, terrorizing the past occupant, occupants. Um. Apparently, it is rumored that some long-time Las, Las Vegans even claim dark rituals took place in the home's basement in the 70s. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So, the 70s is widely known as a time where a lot of people were doing some crazy rituals and yeah, stuff. Yeah, seances know. and yeah. stuff like that. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, basically... It also says on the website, paranormal enthusiasts visiting Zach Bagan's haunted museum venture down the creepy winding hallways and secret passages into more than 30 rooms that rival scenes from Hollywood horror films, mm -hmm. setting the stage for frightening facts about each paranormal piece. So it's like a real museum. So you like go in and then... There's a guide, and then he'll, like, tell you stuff and, like, bring you around and stuff. And That's sweet. That sounds fun. Yeah. And so he has 
what is widely known as the world's most haunted object inside, which is, I don't know how to say it. Yep. The Dubik box. Dybik box. But Dybik box. Yeah, that's... box. Hmm. I don't know how to say it. Sorry, guys. I'm a rookie at knowing how to say that one. But um, what it is, is it's a vintage wine cabinet. And it was in it inspired the movie The Possession. And it is said to house a very, very malicious and active spirit. Shortly following its arrival, mysterious protruding holes began to appear in the walls around the artifact as if something was trying to break break out. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, a Las Vegas marketing executive and Baggins, the owner, both witnessed a black cloaked figure pass through the exhibit's closed door dur during a private tour. This has also been seen by multiple guests and the staff there, too. This oh, cool. figure. So that's even just going on a tour, you might actually see some activity. Yeah. Ooh. There's a lot of people that won't even go look at that box. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's people like act, like legitimately super scared of it. Like don't there are people that maybe would have went to that museum, but knowing it's even in the mansion, there are people that won't go because of They that. won't even go into the museum. Yeah. Oh wow. Um That's crazy. That makes me wanna see I wanna see that thing now. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. Um I I just wanna note that I know that there are some people that are really into paranormal stuff. And I've, I I feel like the consensus is consensus is that people usually either really like Zach Bagans or they just don't like him and they think that he's like a sensationalized whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, like in those paranormal shows, there's a lot of on after the commercial, something really creepy happens, and yeah. then you, <laughs> you're like, oh man, I can't miss <laughs> this, and then. You, like, run to the bathroom fast and get your snack or whatever, and then you're like, oh, man, this is the time they captured something. Yeah. Um, it's not ever anything. A prime example, I remember watching Ghost Hunters. Yeah. And being so hardcore into that show, and so much of that, like, the exact th same thing, like, right on the edge of your seat, <laughs> yeah. then a commercial, and you're like, oh, yeah, here it comes. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, so this door, it, it moved just a bit, but we're not sure if it was the wind or... And you're like, what the... You got me all excited for... I thought I was going to see something. Yeah, it's like, Tom felt a weird touch. Yes. <laughs> you know, Steve saw a shadow for a second, but we didn't get that on camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I just want to point out that I do know that there are probably some people that are going to listen to this and be like, Zach Baggins, no! But... I actually kind of like him. Like, I, I've i watched his stuff before. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's really any different than anyone else who's doing this, so. Yeah. I know he's claimed to be uh, haunted himself so at, at some point. I can't remember the exact story, but um, we watched Demon House, which is a home that he actually ended up buying because it was so haunted. And um, he took the stairs out of it, and he actually put the stairs in this museum. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, because I don't know if you remember the documentary, because we actually watched it before we even started doing podcasts. Yep. But um, 
at the end, they ended up uh, destroying the demon house because it just had the worst vibes ever, and they thought there was, like, a portal in there. Yeah. Well, because he boards himself right up into it yep. and has it completely sealed so he can't even leave it. And he stays the he stays the entire night in there yep. or or longer. I couldn't remember that. But uh, something happens to him yep. in there. And yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but like every other ghost show ever, <clears throat> it's like not really conclusive. Like it wasn't like, oh... Yeah. That's going down in history. They captured it this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Definitive proof. Yeah. <laughs> but he did take the stairs out because it was rumored that those stairs were leading to a portal. And then um, the stairs had energy because of it. So he took the creepy stairs out. So, Sweet. yeah, that's kind of neat. I think so. <clears throat> um, so... Among hunt, this is also straight from the website. Like I'm reading word for word what what it says on the website. Yeah. For this museum, so among hundreds of terrifying possessions, museum goers can even peek inside the VW death van, in which uh, Doctor Jack Kevorkian ended the suffering of terminally ill patients. Oh. So, <clears throat> uh, I think. We're children of the 80s and 90s, so that was a big name when we were kids. Oh, yeah. That went down when we were kids, right? Yep. Um, and there's also um, a close-up look at the the one chair, I think it was, that he was getting administered medicine from, from Michael Jackson's death room. Oh, because Really? He was getting an IV to put him to sleep and stuff. Yeah. So apparently he owns that chair that was in the room too. Oh, crazy. So some of it's not just like haunted stuff. It's just like peculiar things associated with death yeah. kind of. And I mean, that's not for everybody. Um, I don't know if I'd go in a museum that just had these things related to unfortunate deaths. Because I feel like even though I like crime and dark stuff that's a little bit bad vibey and just doesn't feel right to me to just i wouldn't go to one just full of that well yeah what are your thoughts uh i don't know i feel like I, I would still have an interest in it and not in a disrespectful way but just in the sense that like that chair that michael jackson you were just talking about there and he was yep. getting administered the the iv uh uh prescription drugs there um i just feel like just looking at that chair and thinking like man that chair probably has some stories yeah for sure and and so like like that kind of thing like seeing items like that like oh this was the the bed that so-and-so died in while this and just thinking like oh man that's crazy like that's uh, that was actually in their house like the person was like just knowing this thinking about maybe like the story behind some of the items i guess yeah that is really neat because it's like looking at the chair and then you'd be like oh that chair essentially ended the life of one of the biggest icons on earth yeah 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 exactly <clears throat> excuse me um yeah so the next thing that I have here is something I already talked about, but it's it also says perhaps the most unsettling is the original staircase from the Indiana Demon House, notorious for its paranormal activity before being demolished in 2014. 
The wooden banister and creepy steps from the house now stand in a dimly lit corner, resting on a blanket of dirt from the location. So that's creepy Ooh, too. That is creepy too. From its installation, a group of construction workers... Uh, oh, sorry, not from. Following its installation, a group of construction workers walked off the job and they refused to come back. That's really? creepy. Yeah. That is creepy. So does it say why they did? Or like, was it just a creepy vibe they got? Or did they see something? Uh, apparently that was, it wasn't really reported. Oh. About why. But I feel like construction workers in general are a pretty tough crew. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If they're not coming back because of something, then it's something I'd say fairly big. Yeah. Or maybe Zach Baggins is a crappy employer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I did read one article that reviewed this museum. Okay. And they basically said that they thought it was cheesy and it made the person writing the article feel like it was some like uh, sensationalized, like gimmicky Disneyland attraction type thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so this article was from hyperallergetic.com. And the article is from February 2019. So not very long ago. Yeah. And it was written by Dina Elginidi. Um, so a direct quote from this article, it says, Zach Baggins, it seems, has employed a number of little people throughout the museum, some in masks and some dressed as clowns, even creating a miniature sized door for one of them to pop in and out of. The whole thing felt uncomfortable and offensive in many ways, like a callback to the classic freak show in which people's disabilities are put on display in a manner that is just for the amusement of visitors. So a direct quote from this is also, um, truly though, the most disturbing aspect of the tour was the celebrity deaths room. Ooh. Yeah. So like I said, there is themes in the rooms, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so Baggins, as he claims, has collected a number of artifacts from dead celebrities, such as the chair Michael Jackson died in, like I just talked about, along with an old passport belonging to Patrick Swayze. Hmm. Also in that room was a Polaroid picture acquired from one of the police officers who was present at the site of Chris Farley's death. Uh... So, as I said, that this is a direct quote from that article. Yeah. So, the person writes, The image was sickening, shocking, and horrifying, which I'm sure was exactly the effect Baggins was going for. But it also shows an utter lack of respect and ep empathy for the actor, who surely did not want his dead body on display, for visitors in a gimmicky haunted artifact museum all in all i was completely disgusted by baggins tactless choice to include the image so that's the end of the quote there yeah i personally wouldn't want to look at that picture yeah but i mean i know a ton of people who would look at it and i wouldn't judge them for it yeah i would be worried about the family of chris farley yeah 
So yeah, there is definitely a respect level. Absolutely. I would go into the celebrity death room, though. I just don't know if I'd look at the picture. Yeah. I don't think I could help it. I think... Yeah, I understand that one, too. Yeah. I would just look at... Like, I'm, I'm not going to be, like, you know, just got my face planted right in front of it and just staring at it for yeah. a ton of time. But I would, I would definitely look at it and be like, oh, crazy, and then continue moving on. Um, so... Like I said, there were, there's theme rooms. So there's a doll room. Ooh, that'd be creepy. Yeah. And I think there's more than one doll room. Obviously, they don't want giant, intricate descriptions of every room out to the general public. Because yeah. that's the fun of going there, right? Yeah, exactly. But there's a doll room. And so it says that it has Robert the doll, who is the doll that Chucky was based on. But when I googled Robert the Doll, because I wanted um, a little bit more uh, like information on that doll, yeah. it actually said that it was somewhere else, like someone else had it. So I don't know if this is a possession that gets uh, like rented out for different oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. places, <clears throat> but when I looked it up, it actually said Robert the Doll was somewhere else. But... I think it's worth noting that Robert the Doll has been there enough that they mention it in a lot of spots. Yeah. But I kind of get scared a little bit easy about certain things. So its name is Robert the Doll. Like, that's creepy to me. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's also Peggy the, the Doll, who that might ring a bell for some people, but I didn't look into who that is. But apparently that's famous enough that people would know that one. Hmm. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. No. Um, there's someone's preserved thumb, John Morell. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Um, That's a weird one, though. A preserved thumb. So there's a forest of dead dolls. Oh. I don't know what that is, but that's creepy. I don't know, but I know I've seen... There's something... Uh, you can look it up. It's like the island of dead oh, dolls or something yeah. like that and there's just they're all hanging in the trees and some of them are really because they've been hanging for so long and they're just somebody's old doll uh like hair is missing or an eyeball is missing and they're just hanging in the tree and i think it says something about like when you go there bring a doll and hang your own doll kind of thing but it absolutely looks creepy i find that creepy AF. Oh yeah, there's some really good Google images of it. That it it's just, it's creepy. It's strange to look at. What you doing in your free time there, John? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that is creepy. Um, so there's a room that's dedicated to Zach's phobia, which is dolls. So I think there's more than one doll room. Yeah, that makes sense. He has a phobia of dolls. Um, there's that haunted. The most haunted object in the world there. There's an interview room. I don't know what that means. There's an interview room, a library, a jar of teeth. Someone noted that. Like in a individual teeth? Yep. Oh, that's just weird. There's a room dedicated to old school medical tools. Oh, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, it's set up to look like a doctor's office from whatever the olden times. Yeah. That's creepy. I don't know, it's just creepy, and I don't know if you've ever seen a wheelchair from the, like, 
uh, like 150 years ago or even more than that, but they are creepy items. I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, Charles Manson's TV. He has that. Um, there's a brick wall that includes bricks that were involved in the St. Valentine's Day Massacre in 1929, which was a very famous, brutal gangland crime. Hmm. I've seen the picture of that. Like, he's just got, like, a brick wall. Oh, crazy. Um, he also has a Tommy gun from that crime in there. Uh, serial killer things like John Wayne Gacy's clown paintings that he painted himself. A handprint of Charles Manson. He has a pair of Ted Bundy's glasses in there. He has what's known as the Devil's Rocking Chair. I don't know what that is. Uh, it sounded creepy. Yep. And a does. cauldron of some sort that's really famous. Um, it also says on the website that tours are an hour and a half. So that's a chunk of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it also says that the guides are specially trained. I don't know what that means, but that feels <laughs> creepy to me. Yeah, they're trained <laughs> trained in exorcisms just in case. Yeah, they'll get you out of there. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to live, come with me. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so no pictures or audio are allowed to be taken in there, which is fair. Yeah, that'll, yeah. Although, if we ever do go there... We have to be ready for the price. Guess what the price is to get in there. Um, okay. I'm going to say 70 It's 48 bucks. okay? So apparently you think it's a good deal. Oh, yeah, that's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheap. <laughs> uh, that seemed... It's also American dollars, but... Oh, I yeah, think, so it's more expensive for us anyway. I think right now the American dollar isn't smashing ours, but normally I'm like... Yeah, so it's $48 American, so I'm exaggerating right now. Uh, so it's $48 American, so $170 Canadian, <laughs> right? But, yeah, so it's 48 bucks. Yeah, so that's not, that's not too terrible. But since you thought 48 bucks wasn't that bad, honey, I feel like you would absolutely supersize it to uh, the all-access all VIP. Oh, yep, yep. Um, but I just want to note that they cleverly called it R.I.P. Access. Rip. Uh, I like Rest it. Rest in peace. Um, 79 bucks. Would you spend 30 more dollars? What's that get you, though? So that gets you um, a badge and a lanyard, a Haunted Museum t-shirt, extended access on the tour, including off-limit areas. But it doesn't say too much more. I think they want to keep that private. Mm, that makes sense. I like swag. Yep. I love swag. <laughs> and I always say I love free swag, but it's not really free because you actually, you're paying the extra price, like the premium price to get the swag. But still, I love swag. I love being able, like ha like having that key lanyard. Yep. I'd be down for that. I would wear the t-shirt to bed. Yeah. Oh, and the t-shirt. Yeah. Hell yeah. T-shirts are like <laughs> the ultimate in swag. I T-shirts and hoodies. Yeah. I can't say no to them. So, yeah, I'd have to... We'd, we'd be doing the VIP one for sure. Yeah, I could just picture us going there. And then they would be doing their classic up sale. Um, are you sure you don't want uh, 
the VIP and I'd be like oh no we talked about this before we went we're not doing that and then it'll be like uh <laughs> I think we might and then I'll do that thing couples do when they're in public that that death glare <laughs> yeah and then we'll talk about it later <laughs> just kidding that's <laughs> true but like always I will probably be happy we we went and got that so yeah because then you're bringing something home yeah. with you. And that's what I like. I mean, you get all the memories, but you can't take pictures. Uh, you can't take video. You can't take audio recordings. You got to take something. Uh, good point. Good point. Swag. Swag. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so that was all I had for that. Because originally when we wrote our episodes, um, half the episode was supposed to be what I picked and half the episode was supposed to be what you picked. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I didn't write enough for a whole hour. So I do have a plan to fill up about 20 more minutes. Nice. Um, so would you be interested in visiting that museum? Was Is that something that's actually up your... I think it would be interesting to, to take a stroll through there and see all those things. Nice. I Okay, because it's Father's Day, I'll tell you right now. I bought us tickets. And plane tickets and no, honey, I'm I'm making that up. We don't even have a passport. Oh, the... yeah, because I was like, there's yeah. travel bans, honey. I was just trying to <laughs> throw some humor. You did it, because the first thing I thought about was like, oh god, I gotta, I gotta get in a plane. <laughs> no, I was joking, honey. Your father would have been really cool though. <laughs> Your Father's Day present was camping, honey. Uh... <laughs> it was the best weekend ever. And I am very grateful for it. So thank you very much, sweetie. You're welcome, honey. You looked more scared that I got you tickets for a plane ride that you were... Um... That was the scary part of the yeah. whole thing. Because I, I'm i not kidding. Anybody listening right now, I am a big baby when it comes to flying. I don't like flying. I need... What is it? Ativan? Yeah. I'm going to need Ativan's... Plural. <laughs> you know what's strange? What? On the plane, I keep quiet because I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to, like, panic other pas passengers. But I get, like, a motor mouth. I can't stop talking. And I'm talk I'll am talk about things like, oh, so how many flights have <laughs> you been on? Yeah, look, you see how the wings flex like that? That's a little weird, isn't it? <laughs> And I try to play it casual, but I'm asking questions that are absolutely freaking me out because I want, I'm fishing for security in people's answers. And they're, yeah, the, the wings are meant to flex like that. You know, you you know that, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course I do. I just, weird, isn't it? <laughs> Things like that. So I was used to do fly out, uh, fly out to work uh, jobs and... I, I like the window seat and somebody that's going to answer my questions beside me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to sit right beside the pilot, don't you? Uh, I even, well, it depends because there's not, there's not really a safe place to sit in a plane if it's going to crash, but. No, I just mean so that your questions are answered from. Oh no, they, I do. Yeah. But they put a big door and they don't let you talk to the <laughs> pilot because otherwise I would be right up there with them being like, hey, so you've done this for a while, right? 
Is that normal? Do you guys actually shut the engines off while it's flying and then start them back up again? Because that's what it sounds like sometimes. <laughs> when you were saying that, I was thinking about the movie Bridesmaids. Because uh, the main character is really scared of flying. And she's sitting by a lady who's just as anxious as she is. And she's saying some really anxious things. Oh, and yeah. it's making her really nervous. It's really funny. <laughs> and then she drinks alcohol and she takes some medication and then she gets on the intercom and says there's a colonial woman on the wing <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh. all right so to finish up our podcast we're gonna play a game called would you rather and we own this board game it's pretty fun and um you can join us on our Facebook page, or you can email us and maybe let us know some of your answers. Would You Rather is a game that gives you two really bad options, and which one would you pick? Yeah. And this is a good one. It's a fun game, because some of them are really hard ones, and you really almost gotta think, like, oh man, what would I rather do? Yeah. I'm going to pick ones that we've never done before, um, obviously, right? Yeah. Just to make it fun. And um, I know that you and I both like watching movies like that, too. Like, we really enjoy those movies where it's, like, kind of like the Saw movies or, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, movies where people are put into, a like, real-life situations of, like... Um, the spring-loaded trap is going to crush your head or... You can dig the uh, key out of your eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have a painful pimple on the inside of your nose for a week, or would you rather have a bad cold sore for the same length of time? Uh, I'm going with the painful pimple in the nose for a week. Because you don't want people staring at your cold sore when they talk to you, but saying nothing about it politely? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you can't see that one. That's up inside your, up inside the cave there. Nobody's looking in there, but but the cold sore, yeah, that's. Not only are they painful, they're an eyesore. They're right out in the open. Yeah. Screaming at people, look at me. Exactly, I would pick the pimple as well. Um, for pretty much the same reason, but also because I've never had a cold sore, and I know that cold sores might come back if you get one, so I don't yeah. want that. Okay, would you rather be able to teleport one person at a time or have telekinetic powers with one object at a time? So teleport somebody. Yep. Or have telekinetic powers. Yep. Ooh, I'm going with the telekinetic powers. Yeah, me too. I want to move things with my brain. I've always, this is a nerd thing. Little nerdy would totally get this one, but I want the force. <laughs> yeah. I have definitely have quite a few dreams where I'm absolutely making objects move all the time. I like those dreams. Oh, that's cool. I've never dreamt that. Now I wish I did. <laughs> all right. Would you rather live in a house with no windows or a house with no doors? Hmm. I. Oh, that's a tough one. Because the door is the utter 
absolute convenience of just being able to exit your house without having to climb out a window, but do you really never want to have daylight in your house? Yeah, I'm going with no windows. Because I could live without the daylight in my house because I could just go outside through my nice door. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely am picking no doors. No doors? I, yeah. I don't care how I got to get out, but I need to be able to look out of the window. I need to not feel trapped. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I get that too. I could see that. I will build a ramp to a window and there's no climbing. You just, well, you climb, but <laughs> you guys still got to climb in and out. But Yeah. I see what you're saying though. You just treat one of your windows like a door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Would you rather jump into a bathtub of ice water or jump into a bathtub of lukewarm egg salad? <laughs> Those are weird. Yeah, that is a weird one because I'm I'm definitely picking the egg salad. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather lukewarm egg salad. Plus, I love egg salad. You'd be snacking. Oh, I'd be snacking for <laughs> sure. <laughs> would you rather have no kids or have 12 kids? <laughs> Ooh, I don't want 12 kids, but I would rather have 12 kids than no kids. Me too. Me too. I like the way your eyes went cold for a minute because you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, 12 kids. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was the defeated look. I would rather have 12 kids than no kids. Too. Yeah. Um, would you rather bang your shin really hard on a coffee table once or would you rather get a strong electric shock from every doorknob you touch for a whole day? So would you rather bang your shin really hard on a coffee table, but it's just once? Or would you get a like to get a strong electrical shock from every doorknob you touch for a day? Oh, I'm taking the shin. I mean, that it is horribly painful when you smash your shin. Because there's no meat. That's just bone that you're hitting. Yeah. And it hurts so bad. But uh, being an electrician, uh, I don't like getting shocked <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would suck i would pick the bang your shin right i would pick that one too however i did think about picking the electric shock one because it just says from every doorknob you touch for a day so what if i was like i'm staying in today boys yeah and i don't touch any doorknob i don't know if you're allowed to do that but <laughs> yeah I, and so if you're if you're allowed to just be like, eh, I just ain't touching any doorknobs today, <laughs> then yeah, I'm going with that one because yeah. nobody wants to bang their shin. That's like, banging your shin <laughs> is the equivalent pain to getting up and your pinky toe just headbutting <laughs> the coffee table leg. Oh yeah. Man, that's yeah. brutal. That's that... two of the worst pains ever. <laughs> <clears throat> would you rather have hair growing from your armpits that reaches down to your toes and you cannot cut or trim it at all? Ooh. Or would you rather have thighs that make a flapping noise when you walk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I feel like the armpit hair is the easier thing to hide, at least until 
you meet somebody special. <laughs> but a flapping sound every time you're taking a step coming from your thighs is... Ooh, I don't know about that. Oh, that's, see, and this is where these become real tough. Because <laughs> which is really the worst of those two? Uh, I would have to pick the hair growing. I, I would. I would try to find some sort of stupid outfit that mostly covered it. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of how you hide that. Because you could run it down through your shirt, down through your pant leg, yeah. and like into a sock or something. <laughs> but the second you, you stretch your arms up or something, all of a sudden, all that hair you hope is going to just slide upwards nicely, oh. but it probably isn't. So that's tugging, tugging on that hair. And that... That bugs me, but, like, I just the thought, I know what, like, chest hair getting pulled feels like. I've never had my armpit hair pulled, <laughs> but, um, but then a flapping sound. Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm going with the flapping oh. sound, because it's not painful. Eh, good call, good call. And just think when you start sweating in your armpits, and it starts running the trail of hair <laughs> all the way down your body. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. You really are going to be smelling like an onion. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck, honey. Why? I don't know. That's where my brain goes. I gotta. I, I really got to break them down to pick which one's actually going to be the least worst in the long run. All right. I learned new things about you, honey. <laughs> Would you rather have... Oh, I, I think I know the answer for sure. What you're going to pick. Would you rather have a mouse run up your pant leg or have a wasp get caught inside your shirt? Oh, I'm going with the wasp. No, joking. Oh, I got shocked there. Yeah, I know. I like the look on your face. No, I'm absolutely going for the mouse. That don't bother <laughs> me at all. I'm going to do a little dance. It's going to tickle. Hopefully it doesn't bite anything. But <laughs> that hornet in your shirt is 100% stinging and biting you. I, you already know what I'm going to pick. I'm yeah. absolutely picking the wasp. Yeah. I don't want a mouse touching my skin in any form. I would risk getting stung by a wasp. I do not care. No. No, I pick in wasp every time. Not me. I don't like them. Um, and this is a part of why we work so good together as yeah. partners, because what scares you does not scare me and vice versa so. exactly except we never see mice so i yeah. never have to like defend you from a mouse <laughs> but you are really kept on your toes during the summer with me yeah you i do have to get rid of a lot of spiders and yeah i am on the lookout for the buzzing of anything that might be flying because i'm like uh joan's gonna have a problem soon yeah we do pretty good yeah, we do. We staying alive. <laughs> We're both scared of things that won't kill us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> the spiders here, really, honestly, like the odd time, uh, we might see something that we're like, I think that's actually one of the bad ones. But for the most part, uh, even our spiders here are not going to kill you, honey. No. And even the <clears> ones <throat> that I see and I'm like, holy shit, that's a big one, really aren't that big compared to what's out there. Yeah. But it's big to me. <clears throat> All right. Would you rather 
have to talk holding your tongue with your hand <laughs> or have to keep a hand over one eye to see. Hmm. I would rather have to keep one keep a hand over one eye to see. I would <clears> rather <throat> have to hold a hand over I mean, I would rather um have to talk holding my tongue with one hand because I don't have to talk 100% of the time I'm awake, but I absolutely need to see. So, yeah, and you drive a stick shift, so you're going to you're going to need both those hands. <laughs> <laughs> one can't be covered in an eye so you can drive. No. No. Um would you rather be <laughs> would you rather be over qualified or painfully underqualified for a job that you must work at for 10 hours a day, six days a week. Hmm. Painfully underqualified. I feel like the overqualified would just make the job ridiculously easy and probably boring, but being underqualified would really lead to stressful pain in the ass days surrounded by people looking down on you all the time yeah so i'm going with the overqualified one i agree i would go with the overqualified one too because no matter what my job is i'll be able to do it i i'll just be bored right but yeah underqualified for a job like what if you are a true safety issue for somebody because you don't know how to do your job. Ooh. Yeah. No. Nope. Exactly. That's it's nothing but stress in that one. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't want a death toll. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Um. Would you rather have fourteen fingers or sixteen toes? <laughs> oh. Man, I'm just trying to imagine that many fingers. I'm going with the toes. <laughs> Me too. Because that's... You would literally have fingers in a circle around your palm. <laughs> that's creepy. Yeah. You'd also have toes going in a circle. You'd have to get your shoes made, though, for you. Yeah. You'd be... Hmm. You'd have something that looked like a small pie plate for a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still pick the, the feet one. Yeah, I'm still going with that one, too. <laughs> Um, would you rather have to walk on five foot stilts for the rest of your life or always have to ride a unicycle to get around? So to walk, you have to be on stilts or if you take a ride somewhere, it has to be on a unicycle. Hmm. Only when you're walking, you have to have the stilts. I am going with the unicycle. Me too. <laughs> I was going to pick the stilts, um, but that absolutely, if you're going into any store yeah. ever, that's an issue. <laughs> well, yeah, even if you're like, even if you're at work and you're like, oh, I forgot my pen. And then you just, you got to get oh. on your stilts to just go to the next room and then back. And you're like, ah, it's lunchtime now. I got to go down all the stairs. Yeah, that's nothing <laughs> no. but hassle every time. <laughs> okay. 
I feel like this one's really going to bother you, and that's why I'm picking it. <laughs> oh, sweet. <clears throat> Would you rather have to sleep two nights per week in a bed with a full cup of cracker crumb? Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> with a full cup of cracker crumbs and a full cup of coarse sand oh, <laughs> poured inside, or walk around all day but for only two days per month with grape jelly in your shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm picking the grape jelly in my shoes. <laughs> I hate crumbs in the bed. I thought that was going to bother you because I know that your feet are, like, you got to flip your toes weird. Like, you have all these things with your feet, too, and and you're very particular about socks. And, like, I don't even fold your socks because... It stretches them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, that's going to be hard for him. But you're like, no, I will pick the, the grape jelly oh, on my toes. I just can't imagine, like, getting a couple crumbs here and there and not notice them in, until you, like, move and you're like, oh, what's that? And it's like, <laughs> oh, it's a crumb. That's like whatever, but a cup of, of crack, like, I'm just picturing soda crackers just crushed up and then... <laughs> Poured right onto where you're going to lay, and then a cup of sand that's coarse yeah. as well. That's There's nothing comfy about that. And as soon as you stand up, it's all sticking to your skin. You would pick walking around all day, like for two full days a month, with grape jelly in your shoes, though? Yeah, because oh. the other one is... Two nights a week in a bed with a full cup of cracker crumbs and a full cup of coarse salt. Yeah, that's happening. I mean, coarse sand, sorry. That's happening twice a week, though. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I'd pick, because the life hack person in me would be like, I would just push the salt to the and sand to the side, but I feel like that's not what you're allowed to do in this game. The sand would just go back magically. Like, you have to sleep on it. So, that being said, I would pick the grape jelly in my shoes as well. Yeah. But, oh man, could you just imagine, like, if you had a pair of socks on? Uh, <laughs> like, the socks are absolutely soaking that up. And then, I guess it's still wet, so you can't really feel how sticky it actually is. But then you're like... Oh, uh, You'd have to put, like, a bread bag in there before the jelly goes in. <laughs> or you'd be buying shoes once a month, too, like... Yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to put, great, uh, like, a sandwich bag in there, because that would almost be, like... I feel like the bag would disappear, because the genie would be like, You picked the grape jelly. They're, they're in your shoes. It's <clears throat> true. Unless you poured the grape jelly into the bread bag and then put your foot in it. And then into your shoe. So it's keeping your shoe clean, but you're still walking all day yeah. in that grape jelly. <laughs> I still feel like that's going to be more comfortable than, that's what, two, four, six, eight days a month sleeping <laughs> on the worst possible crumbs ever. <laughs> yeah, I'd pick the jelly too. So would you rather have to climb a six foot chain link fence every time you enter and exit your home? Or would you rather have to blow up a queen-sized air mattress with your own lungs every night before you go to sleep? Uh, I'm taking the chain link fence. 
Me too. I'm climbing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fill that thing once and be like, oh, I'm never filling this. I'm sleeping on the floor. Yeah. <clears throat> Would you rather be born with an elephant trunk or a giraffe neck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I... Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> Both are brutal. <laughs> <clears throat> well... If there is a magic genie here and he was like, oh, you got five seconds to pick, uh, <laughs> I'm going with the trunk. And I might regret that later on, but... Why do you pick the trunk? Uh, just really quick, without being able to put enough thought into it, I am picking that because uh, the way elephants use their trunk, yep. like they're scooping food into their mouth. <laughs> so I'm literally, I could, I could be gaming. <laughs> And snacking at the same time. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's uh, plus they squirt water with it, right? I got a squirt gun built in. <laughs> I can snorkel. I would pick that too. Uh, mainly because I feel like you'd have to get a lot of things super modified if you had a really long neck. Like, you couldn't drive a normal car. You probably wouldn't comfortably be able to be in a lot of rooms yeah and i don't know um walking through doorways yeah yeah so i would pick that too um would you rather always take a cold shower or always get one hour less sleep than you need to be fully rested Oh, I'm taking the sleep for sure. Yeah, because we already live like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's one we're used to. Yeah. I'm not taking a cold shower. No. No. Um, although, if you picked the cold shower, does that mean that you automatically get the best sleep ever every night? Oh. See, if that's an option, then I think I could tough out a cold shower. I'm not going to be as clean... Because I'm not staying in that water very long, but yeah. but if I could wake up every day just feeling like a million bucks because I had I was fully rested, oh, that might be worth it. You're gonna be so smelly. You're gonna be like, technically, I showered. I get to sleep good tonight. The water touched me. <laughs> um, would you rather have to wear scuba flippers during all waking hours for a month? Or have to wear a huge, festive sombrero and carry a large trumpet with you everywhere for a month. So you have mm. to wear scuba flippers during all waking hours for a month. Or wear a huge, festive sombrero and carry a large trumpet with you everywhere for a month. Hmm. I'm almost thinking I'm picking the flippers. I would too. That seems like the least inconvenient one. Yeah. Even though driving is pretty much impossible, I'd say it's almost impossible with either of those scenarios. Yeah, but at least you aren't stuck carrying something with your hands the whole time. Yeah, exactly. I can still play No Man's Sky with some flippers on. Really, John? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess we can end the podcast. Um, little nerdy, John. I 
definitely can say that uh, I'm very addicted to listening to their podcasts every Tuesday when they come out. Yeah. Um, I know you are as well. I love the subjects they deal with. Um, their last one was a, another really good one. I don't know. I uh, Owen and Michelle really got a great way of presenting their information and the way they interact with each other keeps me entertained, excited, and laughing. Nice. Um, what is their podcast about, honey, for the people that don't know? Oh, yes. So uh, they deal uh, with the things that uh, we all kind of get a little nerdy about. Sorry, movies, yep. video games, anime, uh, board games. Nice. You know, uh, uh, and uh, everything in between. <laughs> yeah. It is really, really good, and it comes out on Tuesdays. It's called Little Nerdy. Look it up, guys. Yeah, definitely check it out. Well, that's it for episode seven. We did it. Only a few more, and we're in the double digits. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and again, we are really enjoying seeing all the places around the world that have checked out our podcast by no means am i saying that we are taking over the planet but it is really neat though a couple people here and there have pushed play and been like ah eh, not for us <laughs> <laughs> you people have stuck around too guys yeah it's awesome we really appreciate uh, our listeners yeah and we hope you enjoy what you get to hear from us. Yeah. So join us next Monday for some podcast, podcast and chill. chill.